Uh, I will buy you a new life, Everclear. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, pop punk appeal. I'm glad to see some pop punk show up on here. Uh, yeah. I do think pop punk is the way, you know, commercial punk, whatever you want to call it, is the way a lot of us get going, maybe a little later in life, but I think, you know, you're talking a lot of major chords, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, power chords, that kind of thing, where it just, yeah. again, music that, you know, is, is simple, I think, by nature, but that doesn't mean it's, it's bad. And I think that actually makes it in some ways easier to latch onto. So I am not surprised to see one show up. Um, but again, I, in my, I also have, you know, Everclear was a band for me, you know, probably when I was, you know, nine, 10 in that range, that was part of my, again, my building blocks. Um, hmm. and so it's interesting that he's cued in on it so early. Yeah. Cause like for me, Everclear was not early. Everclear was part of my expansion into finding my own music kind of in high school. Like I didn't really branch out and start finding my own music until then you know, up and up through middle school, like sure. My friends listened to a few things and I queued in on a couple items, more like blink One Eighty Two type of stuff. Uh, but for the most part, it was like my parents extensive collection of music was just what I was going through up until that point. And then in high school, I started listening to more things like, uh, you know, having played guitar and, and a number of instruments in school band. It was in high school when we started, like I started playing in a band with my friends. And that's when I started listening to a a wide variety of things like at that time, Everclear was fairly well established. Like I wasn't getting to the party early by any means, but it was one of the, you know, influential things at that time. And I remember this song from back in high school times. I don't think it was new back then by any means, but Everclear, I always had a sense of at that point, but I never owned any albums. I only knew a handful of songs and it just happened to be like this song came up on a Spotify. Like, you know, when you put together an album or you say like play an artist radio or I can't, something like that, like where Spotify picked the song like randomly. And I was like, oh, I know this one. And like I was dancing to it and Hudson liked it and he requested it the next day. I mean, it just kind of grew from there. Like, it's one of those songs where it's like I had some level of for, yeah, formation, like nostalgia around it. Not early formation, but like at that branching out formation stage in high school. And so, it, you know, I was happy with it. It stuck with for me. And it was just one for some reason. I, I don't even know what the moment was, but it stuck with Hudson as well. And, you know, the the rest is history at this point. Yeah, I think it's... I agree with you. Like for me, it was also in my kind of, cause I think the obvious progression uh, is you start with your parents' music. Um, mm-hmm. You branch off and you develop your own music interests. And then you actually come back at some point to your parents' music again. And then it's all, it's all a free for all after that. And yeah. um, Everclear for me, I think believe it was the first concert I ever saw Our Lady Peace and Everclear. I think I might've been oh, in grade man. six, um, you know, and so like song like Santa Monica, that was a huge song. Um, yeah. So that was kind of my first kick into like, okay, so what do, what do I like? What, what, what appeals to me? Um, and I think a song, I think a band like that, I was looking actually at their Spotify and there's a number of songs they have uh, where I go, oh, there's easy appeal to all those songs. And I yeah. get to me, I get, I get it. I see, I see this one. I go, yeah, that makes sense to me. Why a three-year-old would pick up on that. Yeah. I, I think, 
I think you said, I, I think you're right. Like Everclear itself is accessible. It's, it's fun. It's light. It's catchy. I mean, no, nothing in that song is musically intense or sophisticated, but I would easily put on an Everclear album of stuff I don't even know and just be fine. You could, you could do it. Wheel, it'd be on in the background and you'd be pretty yeah. content with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, I think pop punk, the way you put it there is, is accurate. It's, um, you know, it has a lot of, of threads from that inaccessible kind of punk grunge coming out of the nineties into the more mainstream punk that softened it up and made it way more accessible and just easy. It's just easy. And um, like, I, I, I really love that song. It, it, it's wholesome in its messaging, you know, it, itself, that one song, like basically, you know, you're, you're so important to me. I'll, I'll just, I'll buy you a new car. You know, I'll buy you a garden. I'll, you know, I'll buy you a house up in the mansion. I'll buy you a new life. Like, you know, whatever. And I don't know. I, I just like it and it's successful. It's easy. I think that best, I think the best way to put it is it's easy and it's great, especially with a three-year-old. Like it comes on, we dance, no worries. Everybody's happy. You move on. So you were saying wholesome there. Let's go. um, Let's go to the opposite of wholesome. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Let's do that. 